Today we're speaking with Dr. Matt Cook. He is a doctor of regenerative and integrative medicine. His company, Bioset Medical, is doing really interesting and very forward-thinking treatments for people who are suffering from anything from chronic pain um, to depression to anti-aging. Um, really fascinating conversation, so welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Cook, for joining me today. Oh, thank you. I'm so delighted to be here. Well, I'm excited to speak with you about so many things, but I always start the conversation off with the question, what do you believe? So it's interesting. We started and I was just testing some things out on you mm. of like what I was thinking about. But then at the end, what I said is, it's going to be amazing because that's actually what I believe. I believe that it's going to be amazing. Yes. I believe that the, the human spirit is strong. Mm. And, you know, it's interesting. We're going through all these difficult things, but I think that if we connect to our strength and we connect to our purpose and our mission, what happens is amazing things happen that are often unpredictable and often in the moment we don't anticipate that it's going to be amazing but if we keep focused on that possibility it generally seems like that's what happens so that's what i believe i love that i i, I and i agree with you there's so much about that flow when you know that you're connected with your purpose and your higher purpose and your true purpose that everything sort of falls into place doesn't it yeah it's interesting if so, you know it's interesting we were talking about this yesterday if something and i'm going to move my computer that is propped up on top of a tambourine <laughs> we're going to play music later yeah so i'm i'm so excited about that uh the you know it's interesting if something bad happens to you but but somebody did it to you, but it was totally a mistake. You could just shake it off almost like nothing happened. Mm. But by the same token, um, if something bad happened, but you perceived that there were sort of nefarious reasons that they did it, it's hard to overcome mm. that that happened to you. And so the context that we take things in is actually like super important. And, and interestingly, if our mission is strong enough, if our mission that, oh, it's like in my case, I just feel like we're supposed to do something amazing together, like on this planet as people. So it's maybe my mission, but, um, uh, is, then if you're in the middle of doing something amazing and something bad happens to you, it's, it's easier to take because you're just thinking, well, I have a mission of changing the world. Yes. And so if that's your mission, then little things kind of come up, bounce off you a little bit like Teflon. Yes, I, that's true. Well, because that's a, is a, is a true passion. It's, it's a passion for, for what you're doing. And I'm curious, what made you decide to do what you do? And for people who are listening, you are a doctor and you are a holistic doctor, but you work in alternative medicines. And can you explain exactly what that means, what integrative medicine is and all that you do? Because it's fascinating and I, I can't wait to, we're gonna do a deep dive on it, and, but just maybe, maybe explain to the audience what, what that is. Yeah, so um, I, I like to tell people that I come from the heart of the medical industrial complex <laughs> mm. because a, um, I was trained as an anesthesiologist at UCSF in San Francisco. And so I was doing anesthesia to uh, keep people asleep for liver transplant surgeries and heart surgeries. And I spent my career doing nerve blocks to basically every nerve in the body, and which was you know, super interesting and, and, and fascinating and was a lot of high tech science and a lot of sort of physiology that were um, harnessing to essentially keep people pain-free and asleep during surgeries. Uh, 
the entire time I was doing this, I was looking for sort of a human connection. And so I started studying integrative medicine 20 years ago. And so I ended up getting a doctorate of medical Qigong and got board certified in functional and integrative medicine. And, and, and that process was beginning to try to understand physiology and physiological processes, mm. just like I had on the Western side, but from a variety of different perspectives. And so on the energy medicine side, there's sort of a physiology of how energy flows in the body. Yes. And to map very similarly to kinetic chains and a lot of the work that comes from exercise physiology. So there's a huge overlap of Chinese medicine and yoga and kinetic chains and functional movement. Mm. So we were deep in that. And all the time I was trying to figure out how to reset muscles and kinetic chains and meridians, mm. I was doing nerve blocks. And so then what happened is I started finding out that you could do regenerative things around nerves. So for example, we've used things like 5% dextrose, regenerative things like stem cells. Mm. And uh, now I use something called peptide therapy. And so I put peptides around nerves and to reset them. And, and so we're, I'm using an integrative strategy. I'm using everything from as far afield as acupuncture and everything as techie as ultrasound guided placement of, uh, of, uh, drugs around nerves to reset and heal them. Uh, and then in the same way, we're doing the same thing on an immunology uh, and wellness front. So we're taking a look at organ systems in the body, mm-hmm. seeing how they interact with each other physiologically, mm. and trying to tune and harmonize how they work together. And, and part of that is by doing a little bit of a deep dive into what's actually going on. So is one number too high, is one number too low, doing screening for things like cancer and trying to have a holistic, comprehensive approach Mm. and using a suite of therapies that range from peptides to hormones to supplements to different IV therapies. I spent my whole life putting IVs in people. to basically give them propofol and put them to sleep. That was like the Michael Jackson drug. Yes. And now I'm doing things basically to physiologically turn the brain on and kind of reset things and wake people up. Wow. So what has what is the most effective way to do that? What have you found in your practice? It's interesting. That's a, a fant- totally fantastic question. And the I would say the most effective way to do it is to understand what someone's problem is. And so every person I'm sitting and kind of talking to them. And so uh, what would be the most effective thing for you might be different for someone else based on your genetics or your lifestyle or culture. So, so for the most part, what I'm trying to do is, is to do a deep dive in terms of figuring things out but then have a whole bunch of fairly standard protocols that people can begin to engage in. Mm. So then we can try. And so I may not get it right the first time, but it's evolution and I'm being kind of thoughtful and careful and then doing my very best to try to help you be super involved and participating. Because Mm. typically what happens is once you're really involved, then your health is your mission statement. Yes. And yes. then once that becomes your, and it's interesting, even like with COVID, I, you know, I've been telling people, my health, my health had been basically kind of fantastic and I didn't need to try that hard right. to be super healthy. And so I wasn't, I was trying like a nine, eight or nine, nine out of 10. But then ever since COVID, I've been trying like a 10 out of 10 because I feel like I, I got to go for it. Well, I feel like you are the person to ask what to do during COVID for sure and how you've been able to maintain your health and, and what we could all do to sort of, I mean, clearly there's so many, I mean, I, 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 there's so many questions I have. I don't even know where to begin. Um, but yes, but with COVID, I think it's, it's super important we touch on that subject. 
Oh, so with COVID, it's interesting. You know, I've talked to a couple hundred people about this. You know, one thing I I, I did is hilarious. Uh, uh, my friend Barb quarantined with me, and we opened a bottle of wine every day for the first two weeks of COVID. Right. And I had never really thought I'm drinking too much, but that first two weeks was like, well. So then, basically, I stopped drinking for the rest of COVID, right. and I had. I, w- I basically had one, I had, I, had, I had like a glass of wine once, like three times during COVID. And that was kind of amazing. It, it like felt super good and kind of reset that whole thing. And so I encouraged, and so I made a rule. I said, if I'm at home, I won't drink alcohol. But if, I, if you came over right. or if you we went out to dinner I, and people were having wine, I would. And so just by following that one rule, I, I went to almost like no alcohol because essentially I'm home cooking organic food every day. Right. So that was that was an easy one. And then I've talked about a hundred people and, and told them that, and everybody's like, "Oh, I drank three times more in COVID." Uh, yeah, that was me. Just because of the stress. <laughs> interestingly, this is going to go on a while, so I encourage people to try to uh, because it's interesting. You know, a lot of people these outbreaks happen in and around bars. And so I think alcohol is a little bit of an issue mm. and it's a little challenging for people to do it. And uh, for me, it was just really easy because I felt like it was part of this thing that I was doing because I knew I was going to get exposed to people. Yes. And so I had like a good reason. It, w- it became part of my mission statement. Right. And as soon as it became a part of my mission statement, the difficulty was like a zero out of 10. It was so interesting. Right. So. Alcohol is one, and then there's a bunch of simple things that people can do, like take quercetin, take it's an oral supplement, take zinc, take vitamin D, take vitamin C, just some simple immune-boosting supplements, and there's right. 10 different flavors of how to do that. Uh, we're, we're, uh, if, if someone is sick, we're starting everybody on a peptide. Uh, called thymus and alpha one and mm-hmm. people can call our office and get a cheap consult uh, and then we're prescribing that and that helps to regulate your immune system and helps your white blood cells start to fight the infection okay. and it, it, it's a it's a bioidentical peptide to a peptide that's made by our thymus gland that helps mm-hmm. um, helps your immune system make antibodies and fight viruses and and it helps your immune system just be more coherent mm-hmm. uh, and then there are some IVs that we do um, and uh, that uh, come from the European experience of integrative medicine called ozone therapy, oh, where yes. we take blood out of the body and mix it with ozone, which is an oxidizing therapy. It seems to uh, uh, we think it probably oxidizes the viruses and mm-hmm. makes it so they're less able to uh, fight us. And so, um, so we're 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 doing all of that, and then I'm I'm. Uh, uh, we just submitted a, a randomized clinical trial to study exosomes for um, what are what are what are exosomes exosomes are stem cell secretions oh okay and and so uh, you could think of a stem cell as kind of like a general contractor mm-hmm. if if I bruise my shoulder yes. I would swelling and right. then what would happen is the stem cells would see that swelling and they would go in there. But this is kind of like a general contractor that rolled up on a construction site. And then he, she's looking around and she goes, oh, there's some inflammation. Yeah. And so what they do in response to inflammation is they secrete little uh, balls of uh, growth and healing factors that just turn inflammation off and reset and heal things. That's so, amazing. So, yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've read a lot about stem cells. I, 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 <clears throat> I believe that, I mean, isn't it just the beginning in terms of stem cells? We don't know. I mean, it's sort of like the beginning of, of, of the, the journey with stem cells, isn't it? We're, we're early in our experience of regenerative medicine with, with stem cells and exosomes. And the FDA over the next year or two is going to be weighing in on, on a lot of these factors. There's five or six or seven different genres and types of stem cells. Right. Uh, they probably all have different profiles and ways that they heal. There's five or six or seven kind of different categories of exosomes. Mm-hmm. They have different ways that they heal. Okay. And then there are 
thousands of peptides and all of these other factors. And so it's a constellation of, of, of thousands of all moving bubbles and data points that are all interacting with each other in, in complex and diverse ways. Okay. And so the, the concept is to have a sense of how all of those things work and then to begin to do things and use them as tools right. to start to hack physiology and okay. optimize, optimize how that works. Okay. And, and my first sort of entree is always to do lower cost, simple things and start to see how they work and then work my way through and, and do more complex, bigger things. Oh, that's good. I, I like that approach, um, a more careful approach rather than just going full on. So I'm curious, you know, in terms of how you treat your patients um, and how you make them come alive. I mean, what are the, so there's, there's stem cells, there, 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 there are certain, like you said, IV, um, and then there's also certain drugs that are, that are kind of uh, in vogue right now, which are ketamine for depression, um, so, so could you talk to us a bit about sort of these alternate, alternative modes of, of helping depression and anxiety? Um, I mean, I'm curious about that because a lot of people, especially right now, are, are curious about it. On the depression front, what I try to do is I try to get a sense of when did the depression first start? Did this just happen recently as, as a result of COVID times, did this happen as, as part of a generational thing or when you were a child? Often when we, when we um, my Sifu used to, uh, my Chinese medicine Sifu, Jerry Allen Johnson, used to always say, when was the first time you ever felt this way? And a lot of times people will come up with something that was terrible that happened to them when they were five or 10 or 15. Yes. And, then, and so then what, we do, and this is a really important, it's a little bit kind of like what we were talking about at the beginning of the conversation. Mm -hmm. What's your mission statement? Who are you and what's happening? Now, mm -hmm. if your mission statement is, is that you're changing the universe and you're doing something and helping people find your purpose yes. and, or their purpose. And if that's what you're doing and something bad happened to you in that process, that's kind of seems like no big deal because you're kind of a superhero who's overcoming challenges and doing things. And so then I, I, I try to find that storyline. And I'll find, I'll find that, that storyline for myself and I'll often say, oh, you know, I went through this and, and then I got over it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and which is super interesting. Um, and often people will just, people will start to tell me, oh yeah, I see, I'm actually going to be fine now. Like they'll start to, they'll connect the dots of their superhero story mm. and realize, begin to realize their purpose. Now, ketamine is interesting because ketamine turns some of the depression pathways off in the brain. Right. And then it also makes you feel really good and it stimulates dopamine and serotonin and and so then imagine, imagine that we've just told a brand new story about how you're an amazing hero and you're going to totally transcend and overcome all of this stuff. And then we give you this drug and it's interesting, you're super like hypnotizable under ketamine. And so what I do is I tell people, you're going to be super hypnotizable, but you're going to hypnotize yourself. So we can put any so we can put any program we want in here. Oh wow! And so then what happens is is we focus and kind of start to write and craft a story about how you're going to overcome depression and heal. Oh. And then we'll do. And so it's sort of a spiritual reset. It's it's like maybe my favorite thing that I do with people because I see people just transcend problems that bugged them for 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 years even. That's incredible. So now how can you, are you doing this via telemedicine? Can you do this? Yeah. So we'll do, so one thing that you can do is we'll mail people like a, a lozenge of ketamine and then they'll do it. And then we'll set just like this talking to people. Okay. And so we'll, we'll do that, which is interesting. 
And, um, but uh, mostly people come into the office and so then we'll, we can, you can take a, a little shot in, in your muscle mm -hmm. or you can also do IVs. And the thing that we're sort of known for is, is we do a whole bunch of IV therapy that helps reset the mitochondria in your brain and helps them work more efficiently. And, and we have a stack of supplements in a specific order that we go through to begin to unlock the biochemistry and get your central nervous system physiology sort of super dialed in. Right. And when you put ketamine on that upgraded platform, it seems to work longer. Like I just had somebody come see me who I, I, I had done my initial therapy mm. and um, uh, they were like, yeah, it worked, but wore off in eight months. Okay. And then I was like, ketamine normally only lasts for two weeks. <laughs> Wow. And, and so uh, is that, that was, and this was years ago, but that was like one of my real early signs. And so they just came back recently. And so what I'm experiencing is, is that we're doing sort of, I, my company is called BioReset Medical. Yes. And so the concept is, is that if we reset our physiology, we're like a different person. And mm -hmm. so that often a reset can have a much longer lasting effect than than just a simple drug would have can, can you can you tell us a, a real success story uh, from someone who came to you for a treatment and they were suffering from something and then their life i mean is there a life-changing story that you could tell us because i love yeah. stories like that Oh, really? So I have this, it's actually this woman who, um, uh, you know, it was, it was, God, I got to figure out what, um, you know, this family came to see me and it was, is this girl that just, I just saw and, um, and so I'm going to tell her to watch this. But so then it was, um, uh, it was a really sort of overwhelmingly difficult case of somebody that hadn't been out of a basement apartment in like a year. Oh, wow. And so uh, I went in and I said, um, <clears throat> I looked at the situation and I realized there was no way that I was going to be able to get to a point of like doing ketamine and having it be okay. Because it was, there was so much stress and there was so much, like stuff going on. Mm. So I just said, you know what, I'm going to buy a vowel. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, on the prices, yeah. right? You got to buy yeah. a vowel. Yeah. So I'm going to buy a vowel. And I had a, I don't know if I had ever told this on a podcast, but I had a kind of a VIP there who was waiting for a stem cell procedure. Mm -hmm. And I said, you got to, we got to cancel this next case, which was, uh, and so, or delay it. And they didn't want to delay. So I canceled it and I stayed in there because this, this situation was felt so sort of overwhelming. So then we talked and talked and talked and came to a realization that like there was hope. Mm. And in a way, that's what we're always trying to do is find some sense that there was going to be hope. And so we kind of made it there and we had this moment, like everything was going to be okay. And we had this whole joke about we bought a vowel. And I said, you know, in life, sometimes you just need to buy a vowel. So then they went to the hotel um, and they were walked in and they uh, had just like an incredible family evening and no, you know, they hadn't had that in years. And then they came back inside and um, the, they turned on, they walked inside into the hotel in the lobby and they mm -hmm. looked up, prices right was on. And there was a oh, woman who had the same name as the woman that I saw. Right. And it flashed on the scene, it flashed on the screen, her name, and she said, I'd like to buy a vowel. And then she ended up winning $25,000. Wow. And that was like the sign to them that like, and the universe was talking to them. Kind of like, did you ever see that movie with Steve Martin, LA Story, when the traffic yeah. signs were talking to him? It was... I'm telling you, it was just like that. It was super crazy. So cool. And, then, and so then uh, she came back and was basically like, I saw her last week 
And she was like, you know, I've been doing a lot of spiritual work and I know that I'm going to be okay. And now I'm here to pick up the pieces and kind of do some things, but like, I'm going to be okay. And then she brought me a Price is Right game board. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. So from, from that thing. That's but it was, great. Uh, it was interesting because I almost, regardless of all of the things, the ketamine I think was super helpful and we did AD, we did all these things, but she had like a psychic realization that there was a pathway out. Like I'd like to buy a vowel, I'm going to solve the puzzle and mm -hmm. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And, and then that helped her begin to craft a story. And so then she's living in a beautiful apartment and has a full-time job and has a normal life now right. and is working. And so it's kind of, and, and I think I probably relate more of that to just the fact that she was able to craft an, a new story. And so that's what we're trying to do. And so then ketamine is an interesting tool. There's a hundreds of interesting tools, mm. but the thing that I'm super optimistic but, about. But wait, there's one thing about it that I don't want to forget to say because a lot of people are taking this recreationally and oh, yeah. they need to know that this is not something to toy with. So I don't want to not point this out in a very serious way because I would love for you to go through the, the, the harmful effects of taking this oh, in a recreational so, way. So, so here's the thing. This is a good one. I always like to talk about dosage mm. and the reason talk about dosage just because I'm an anesthesiologist. Yes. So what happens in the recreational sort of experience of ketamine is people are doing it, but they have no idea how much is in there. Right. Okay. So imagine if I said to you, hey, we're going uh, we're gonna to have some wine. And then you said, oh, great. And I, you said, how much are we going to have? I go, I don't know. Somewhere between one and a half and three bottles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so then what would happen is all, all of those doses would be too much and you probably have to lie down and just sleep it off. Yes. And it might actually be toxic and have all kinds of side effects. What happens is people with ketamine, they have no idea how much they're doing. And so they go into what's called the K-hole. Right. And then when they do that, sometimes people will have to lie down. I mean, ketamine is a general anesthetic at mm. high doses. And so what we're doing is a, what's what I would call a mini dose. And then there are some people who will use it as a micro dose and actually have some, some benefits. And so a mini dose would be half of a milligram per kilogram. So like for someone, you, you, your, your dose might be like 20 or 25 milligrams mm. as, as an IM or an IV treatment. Um, for a micro dosing, people are micro dosing like one or two milligrams, so very low dose that okay. seems to have antidepressant effects on the body. Right. But uh, ketamine is a scheduled drug that should be only be given by a, a, a you know physician and 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 thoughtfully and, and and carefully. And and we we the 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 people who we've seen the most benefit are people with drug resistant depression people with addiction, people with PTSD, uh, people with a, a, a lot of trauma in their background, mm -hmm. and, and also with anxiety. And so then we'll, we'll use that. But I tend to like to do fairly self-limited uh, trials where I'll, I'll treat someone and we'll do a series of five or six and then take a couple months off. And then often maybe we'll do a series of, and we might do, do it once a week. Right. You know. Yeah. So recreational thing right well just i, I want to definitely clarify that because i don't want people to all of a sudden like get ketamine and think they're gonna not have depression you know it's just something we have to there's a disclaimer <laughs> there has to be right. when we're and, talking and, about and, and and so that's for sure and then i think this cultivating that storyline is as important as anything else yes um so yes great so in terms of, um, you know, anti-aging, I mean, this is, this is a quite clearly, you know, huge business and we all do what we can do to stay young and fit and healthy. What can you do from a young age? I mean, it starts at a young age. I mean, it should. So what's, what are some of the things that one can do 
to sort of stay as fit and as ageless as possible. That's a, that is a good one. And so that, <laughs> that's what we're doing, right? That's what we have to do to basically what I tell people is I'm, I'm trying to sort of like get maybe one year younger every year. Yes. Kind of stay here. Now on the aesthetic front, what that means is I'm, we're doing like a lot of injections, like with peptides and other, mm. other very safe things to inject in the face and, and hair to kind of keep collagen and keep connective tissue. And, and we're injecting growth factors into the face, for example, and, and all of those type of things, which is pretty interesting. Wow. Um, so what, is it, what does that look like? I've never heard that before. Can you just describe what, what that is? Uh, and then what happens is, is uh, pet, there's a bunch of different peptides that tend to be very anti-inflammatory. Mm. And so what we will do is we'll inject those in and around wrinkles and then okay. in the face. I and see. For, people, for example, that have like acne scarring and stuff like that. And, um, and we're improving the local health of the blood flow and the nerves in the area of the face. It's the same thing that I do if I'm treating your shoulder. I'm putting the same type of things in to heal the connective tissue and nerves that go to your shoulder. And so then now we're, we're basically, my philosophy is, first of all, and, and I, I, when you went to longevity, I, for some reason I went to aesthetics, but in, in broad terms, my philosophy and what I believe is mm. number one, eliminate toxins, eat a super healthy diet, uh, don't eat anything processed, eat 100% organic, um, don't ever eat uh, artificial sweeteners, don't uh, minimize sugar, and uh, do intermittent fasting, and, and, and uh, you know, I, I eat minimal grains. What about organic. gluten? No gluten. Uh, gluten, no, no gluten. No gluten. I, t I tend to do minimal dairy. So then there's a whole, that whole lifestyle. Uh, and I think alcohol is probably great, but then it's what I found with almost everybody that I've ever met. I have, I have like three or four friends who I really love who are really unbelievably moderate and they're able to have like one glass of wine a day. Yes. But for the most part, I've almost never met anybody else that's super good at that. And so what I find is, is never binging and then at least taking like three or four or five days a week off. Mm. And I, I kind of like to at least take five days a week off. So then now you've got this moderate kind of theme going through diet lifestyle. Uh, exercise, you know, I, I like kind of a blend of high intensity interval. We okay. do strength training yoga so okay. then i think that that's super important as a as a concept then doing all of that testing on ourselves and making sure their infl inflammatory levels aren't high uh all of our labs are normal tracking for cancer markers and doing all of that stuff i think is super important uh from uh from a biochemistry perspective there's this new genre of medicine called peptide therapy mm. and so there's peptides that do everything that under under god's green earth essentially you can there's peptides that regulate your immune system we use those for COVID. there's peptides that help uh, your hormone status there's the peptides that are anti-inflammatory peptides for developing the brain mm. and so then we're constantly cycling through different strategies of of um of modalities that turn on aspects of of how our biochemistry works right. and then cycling through it so just like when i do training i'm cycling through training and creating muscle confusion so it doesn't know what's coming okay. we do think the biochemistry so the biochemistry is never really sure what's happening and so it, it keeps it in a dialed in in an optimized way so so does that mean that you're actually troubleshooting all of these different ailments yeah. many different things when you say cycle through that means you're going you're hitting all of them yeah so trying to do all of that and then and then you know the next thing is is there's a lot of, that we do with iv therapy so iv vitamin c and different, different oh, well, this is my question 
sorry, I'm interrupting, interrupting, but um, for people, so IV vitamin C is great. Love it. But what can people do if they don't have access to that? I mean, if they just walk into a pharmacy, what are the top five vitamins they should take? Uh, so let me, I'll give you the caveat that it's probably worth doing some testing to figure out, um, okay. to fi figure out so you can test some levels. But I would say I would take oral vitamin C. I would take vitamin D. Uh, right now, I would take quercetin and olive extract because those are anti-COVID. And I think the most important thing you can do is optimize your health and prevent COVID. And then maybe take zinc for immunity. Okay. So. I would, I would, I would do those things, regardless of all other things. I could talk to you for a year about, you know, sexy, sexy, expensive modalities. Right. Yet, a healthy, healthy diet, lifestyle, exercise. As I was talking to my dad, uh, and he goes, "Well, seems like a, a healthy exercise and diet is the most important thing." I go, "Yes, it is." Yes. And, 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 and water. Oh yeah. And hydration. Yeah. So that one's super, super interesting. I do 50, 50 blend of spring water and reverse osmosis water. Mm. But then also if you're going to do that, then we do, we do get super dialed in about remineralizing the body. And so I drank uh, three or four of these things called Quinton. This is basically yes. French. Right. French. Yes. And friends. And so we, we yeah. I get these last ampules and then I, I drink drink those every day for remineralization. I just I just started drinking the keto drinks. I mean I just got it at the pharmacy. I, so I don't think it's I don't know if it's very special, but it's good for my energy. I feel a bit better. Am I are we talking about two different things? Uh, we're talking about two different things. Ah. I, there's there's these these minerals that come from seawater from that actually come from France that are named after the super famous doctor named Quinton. But then if I was gonna oh. <laughs> that's a Freudian flip, but if I was gonna say one thing that I really love, it's ketone esters. And ketone okay. esters, the ketones that you just mentioned, yes. are super good. And they are actually a little bit of a source of fuel for your cells. And so that's why you can get a lot of energy from them. And often when I have people who are not metabolically flexible, and interestingly, if you could only do one thing, if I could only do one thing, and I, and I wanted to get data around this in terms of longevity, uh -huh. it probably would be managing blood sugar. Oh, yes. I have low so blood sugar. Yes. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Okay. So... So what you're going to do is you're going to, I can call a prescription in for you if you want one of these. Oh, and so you're going to get a patch that you put on and then what uh, your phone's going to be able to read your blood sugar. Yeah. So you don't have to check, your, you don't have to do a finger prick. And so what will happen is, is then fast forward in your life. And then what happens is you're, you're it, in the South of France and you go out to a nice dinner and you have a bunch of pasta. <laughs> right. So then what you're going to do is now you're going to check that. And then you, the next day you're going to be kind of keto and taking your ketone esters and stuff like that. And so then you're going to see, and then you're going to be able to build a map over, you know, a, a couple of weeks of what your blood sugar is and, and how you're doing with that. And then that's super valuable because now if you start to get some feedback, uh-oh, the um i my blood sugar has been going up to 150 every time i i eat that meal oh. then now you eliminate that and so then and, and you build some strategies in and there's going to be an enormous amount of uh of interest and work in this area and, and the reason is is because there's essentially trillions of dollars worldwide to be saved if we can prevent and eliminate type two diabetes. And, and the way that we do that is by managing insulin and blood sugar. And, and we start by tracking and then we do blood tests and we start to look at those, the hormonal state with that. 
And so then, and what is that? That is basically our functional medicine conversation. Wow. Because this is now one data point, but it may be like the most important data point. Mm. And so then now, now we begin to see and we go, okay, well, your, your blood sugar is just a little bit high. It's not crazy high. And so then we start to focus on diet a little bit. And then there's some supplements that are helpful. It's harmonizing and stabilizing that like berberine. Yeah. It tastes delicious too. So then all of a sudden we start to layer that in. And now this is what we call personalized medicine because maybe your blood sugar is up here and it starts to kind of harmonize down and stabilize Mm -hmm. and you're able to track it super easy. And then often what I find is, which is just like the amazing thing about practicing medicine if people come in and they say oh yeah by the way something else totally crazy happened this got better you know wow right so i would imagine you would be able to think more clearly once once i mean there's so many things you have more energy you can think more i mean so many benefits to actually getting everything straight yeah and you know there was a term that i don't think that i ever heard one time in my entire life growing up but it's a term that I've heard basically every day for the last 10 years, which is brain fog. Yes. Like, oh, brain fog. Candida. But yeah, so anything that causes inflammation anywhere in your body yeah. in, will lead to inflammation that somehow spills over into your bloodstream. Now, COVID does the same thing. And when inf- inflammation spills over into your bloodstream, that inflammation begins to affect the brain and it has a hard time doing what it's doing. And then that's a difficulty concentration and stuff like that. Um, And so then it's, it's something that we see in a hundred percent of people that have stealth infections. It's something that we see in a hundred percent of people who have high blood sugar. And interestingly, they have a new name for, for uh, dementia. Do you know what it is? No. Type three diabetes. Really, the idea is that high blood sugars lead to inflammation in nerves and stuff like that, and it, they, it leads to uh, 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 disease in the arteries that go to the heart, which is why people have heart attacks. But it also leads to disease in the blood vessels, and it actually leads to inflammation in the tissues of the brain. Oh and so then. If I, it's like the, um, the, there was that old expression. I always, and I'm a sucker. There's, you've never met anybody that's a sucker for marketing like me. And I remember I used to walk around and I used to sing that song. I'd like to buy the world a Coke. <laughs> and it's like, I'd like to not buy the world a Coke. Yes. I'd like to take that away. And I'd like to give them something else that's like super amazing and healthy. Exactly. And then, and then there's literally millions of people who could have 10 or 20 years of amazing life without dementia yeah. if they could start now and begin to work on harmonizing and optimizing their biochemistry. And the, the thing, and I guess this is my mission, and this is what I believe, to go back to the beginning, mm-hmm. what I believe is, is that people are going to begin to be empowered and and people are going to be vastly more empowered now than they were before because everybody's been stuck at home and so like i've got several programs that i'm coming out with that are programs i've got a program for basically teaching people how to inject peptides themselves really really yeah because Right now, I, get, I talk to somebody every day from somewhere around the world who says, I can't wait to see you, but I'm not going to see you for about a year because the airports oh, and right. the raid are closed. So, so, I, so oh, this is great. So people can, this is great. Tell us more. Yeah. So then, so it turns out with peptides, if you have pain, if you have, a, if you have pain somewhere, you can just inject. I had some pain in my rest this morning because I banged it yesterday. So then I just injected some some pe- some BPC-157 
in the area where it hurt and then the pain it went away. Wow. And so we're, but then what happens is, is all of a sudden you begin to say, hey, I've got depression and anxiety for the last couple of months because I was coped up. Uh, but then what we're going to do is we're going to develop a strategy and I'm going to get oriented to my mission statement in my life and I'm going to overcome it. Mm-hmm. And so in all of these different ways, I feel like people are going to become progressively more empowered. Yes. And then as we get more empowered, we begin to harness our physiology and our biochemistry. And then once we do that, then, you know, I, in anesthesia, this was a good one. It's hard. Generally, nothing goes that wrong in like five or 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if, if anesthesia is like flying a plane. If you take off in San Francisco and you're going to Sacramento, it's pretty hard to get lost because as soon as you get up in the air, you see Sacramento and you can land. If you're three degrees off on your way to New York, you're going to end up in Atlanta. Right. If you start to harness your physiology now, you mm-hmm. can prevent that dementia from happening. Yes. So the, the people who are listening to this who are in their 50s and 60s, now is the time to act. Now is the time to take control of your life. And that's why I, I am talking about some of these things like alcohol and toxins yes. and sugars and, and Diet Coke and stuff like that, that, you know, I would have probably had, you know, when I was in medical school or something like that. But now I realize if you take control and you eliminate all of these things, then what's going to happen is you may prevent the 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 disaster of your life because you're able to track it and there are simple things that you can do that cost almost nothing like getting a blood sugar monitor and um and then starting to track that and starting to pay attention to other things and and there are a lot of very simple steps that people can take and then once they take once you start to take a little step and you start to feel better you get super empowered to do more so people like that, the woman that I mentioned, got a little bit better and all of a sudden got a job and then got a little bit better and they got a better job, got a little bit better, got an apartment. And so then in this way, I, I believe that the human spirit is unrepressible and that our ability to overcome anything is, is possible. And so then we just have to ask the right questions, and then learn to kind of biohack and solve the equations that are in our consciousness and in our physiology. And once we do that, then things start working. And if we're kind of connected and oriented to our true purpose, Mm. it's going to be perfect. Wow. We were talking talking often about this idea of, um, of aging. And, and the idea, especially like when you, you're getting into your fifties and stuff like that. Yes. What's your, what's your, your sense for yourself on that? Aging. Well, I believe that you can regenerate your cells yourself because I am a meditator. I'm a Vedic meditator. I've been meditating for, um, about six years. And they say, once you start meditating after six years, you do actually become younger. That's what they say. Um, I don't know who they is, but, but I believe you can regenerate yourselves. And if I really think, and if I feel, feel it and think it, I feel that I do get, I become a more vibrant, younger, younger looking person. So yes, um, you and I were both saying earlier that you said it, and I agree that you can, you know, reverse the aging clock yourself by simply feeling it and thinking it and knowing that you're getting younger. Yeah, my um, I studied yoga for like ten years with this this um, person named Arkadi Sharon, and he's I I personally think he's the greatest yoga teacher like in the world. I'm he was awesome. And every day that I was with him, he would say, the body is a self-healing organism. Mm. And so so the body, that's interesting to repeat, the body is a self-healing organism. Yes. And so 
a nerve just sends electricity to a part of the body. So I'm just trying to reset that nerve so that the body can do a good job of being a self-healing organism. And then we do different therapies. Sometimes it's talking, sometimes it's, you know, drugs, sometimes it's supplements, sometimes it's peptides, just to basically optimize and reset the body so that it can do its job, which is to be a self-healing organism. Incredible. It's kind of, and so then I believe that, and I believe it more and more every day. And so then I like this idea of, uh, like I'm, and so the story that I'm telling myself is, is that every day I'm getting a little bit younger, mm. just yes. a little bit. And that takes you away from that existential feeling that um, maybe you're getting older and dying, right? Yes. And, and yet getting older and dying, I'm kind of fine with too, yes. because there, that's just, there's something kind of beautiful about that experience. Like I listen and like I, my favorite musician I would say is Bob Dylan and his work over the last 20 years of, of exploring that, exploring aging, exploring death and, and, and the image in his imagination and in our consciousness is so interesting. But regardless of that, I'm still telling myself this, this, this kind of happy-go-lucky story that we're, um, that's hopeful and, and aspirational to optimal health. Mm. And what I'm noticing is, is that it, it works. And, 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 and that's why I think people who meditate, I also do. And, and I think when you do that, it works. And it, it helps calm down that kind of negative internal voice that is in all of our heads yes. and it helps kind of just orient to awareness. Yes. And the I mean, absolutely. I mean, I'm having a full on hot flash right now, but all I keep saying to myself is the body is a healing vessel and I am young and I am getting younger every moment. Good. <laughs> Well, I'm going to end on that. <laughs> I, I wanted to make you laugh. <laughs> no, I'm just now. I'm just thinking, what do we need to do to help you with that? <laughs> <I know. laughs> Thank you, doctor. Wow, this is so great.